Welcome back to the Malcolm Project, everyone. This is episode four, I think. I don't know. Um, here with the co-host Alex. Say hi, Alex. Hey guys. Uh, I think we do need to make it official, though. Like, no matter what, whether this is four or three or five, this is number four, regardless yeah. of. Yeah. No matter what, this is going to be episode four. Episode four. Yep. It's like uh, Empire Strikes Back. Exactly. Yep. I can think of. I knew it was going to be a Star Wars movie. I just didn't know. I don't know what order they're in, what the names are. I know uh-huh. Jar Jar's in one of them, maybe two. I have no idea. Or one and two, I guess. I don't know. So what's up, man? Nothing much. Uh, you know, get, we're getting everything set up in the uh, the podcasting studio. Oh. In the studio. Mm-mm-mm. In the studio. We're trying to get a little, uh, a more regimented approach to our podcast, so you guys don't get, you get more consistent content as opposed to just us rambling. Um, So tonight we're going to try something a little bit different. It's a little bit about current events. That's kind of what we the the route we want to go with this is uh, find a current event and kind of discuss the the two discuss the the event and then discuss two points of views that are center right and center left <coughs> gross sorry about that uh so, so what, are we, what are we talking about tonight we're gonna talk about um the well the first topic will be um the press secretary uh what's her name kaylee McEnany. yeah mm. <laughs> kaylee maggot McInlaney. Anyway, we're going to talk about her comments um, during a uh, press briefing that uh, Trump was never a... He was never given the proper transition of power. Yes. Yeah. And uh, there's a there's a clip out there you can find on uh, Fox News or The Hill or anywhere they host pre- the the recording of the... Um, press briefings at the White House. And uh, to sum it up, she just said that um, it's a pretty long briefing, but, uh, you know, and at one point in it, she said that uh, President, we need to recognize that President Trump has never truly been, he was never given proper um, transition of power. He was never treated as a legitimate president. And, um, and, that w- that was one of her points to a to defend why president trump is not one of the arguments that she made was why it doesn't matter that president trump is not working with joe biden because he wasn't worked with that was that was uh i think the frame of reference she was trying to make so, looks like the question was, uh, Kaylee, at what point does the president concede the race and allow for a proper transition to the Biden team? And she said, so right now, there's ongoing litigation. There are, what we know, 74 million Americans that voted for the president. That's more votes than any president has ever gotten in history. It's really extraordinary, and there are very real claims out there that the campaign is pursuing 234 pages of affidavits publicly available in one county alone that's Wayne County and two individual two individuals in the canvassing board 
there that have declined to certify. Um, it says these are really these are real claims, and then I want to see where she actually gets into it and says that he was never given the proper. So there's a presidential transition act that determines exactly what an administer administration needs to do in advance of an election, and we have done everything statutory required, and will continue to do that. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to find it. There's a lot of different questions, and it doesn't. We both watched the video, and it doesn't seem like this presser is lining up exactly the way that the video actually did it. So, just kind of trying to filter through this here. And for future <laughs> recordings, we'll probably have these queued up and ready to go. But I doubt it. <laughs> <coughs> Um, yeah, but so basically what she was saying is that, uh, Trump never got the actual transition, uh, that he deserved because before he was even elected, they started a, what do they call it? It was the whole Russia thing. They called it the Russian hoax, but they were like, they started making a, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what they called it. She started, they started putting something Legging, together. Um, basically accusing him of and it wasn't actually collusion oh here we go this is where it is okay, okay. um so has the president spoken with okay no that's what in the hell is happening here <laughs> um also something that i would note is just we talked a lot about transfer of power in the election and it's and it's worth remembering that this president was never given an orderly transition of power. His presidency was never accepted. In fact, before the election, his election we know cross his election we know crossfire hurricane was launched by Peter Strzok. I don't know uh, to pursue baseless allegations about the president ties president's ties to Russia. That's before he was president, trying to subvert the will of the American people. We know. In August, Peter wrote a text message about an insurance policy against a pre Trump presidency, or he took out an insurance policy against Trump's presidency, uh, once again trying to silence the voice of the American people in 2016. We know in October that there was a FISA warrant uh, taken out to spy on the Trump campaign. Um, and then Trump won despite all odds. And what happened after he was elected, you had 70 lawmakers say they weren't going to go to his inauguration, um, Democratic lawmakers. You had Elizabeth Warren saying that we're going to attempt to obstruct the Trump transition by urging the Government Accountability Office to investigate the incoming Trump transition. Um, and then basically they said Obama was did something with the Logan Act, and then for the next four years... All it's been is negative and trying to block everything he's done. So, so I guess I want to focus on the the very beginning of that, where she said that Trump was never given the transition of power. He was never legitimized, um, and I guess 
my point and why why I kind of brought this up, and it, it just seems like one of those things that is pretty easily debunked. Um, so I just did some Googling, and I found about six videos, not articles, not anything else, videos of news clips of President Trump at the or President uh, Obama at the time uh, talking about that um, as soon as Hillary Clinton um, conceded, he called Donald Trump and congratulated him, and then within three days he had him at the White House working with his team to get transition going and within a week he had he him and trump were interviewed sitting side by side and obama was talking about how he will do everything he can to make sure trump has a uh peaceful and great transition into this position and so for her to come out and say he was never there was no transfer of power he was never you know legitimized i mean like that is just a a blatant lie, and I I just think that the the press secretary getting up there and and being like, by the way, it's okay for Trump to act the way he's acting. I'm not saying what he's doing is illegal or wrong. I'm I'm saying he's it's okay. It's not for, a good look. It's not a good look, and it's okay for him to act the way he's acting because they did it to him first. So because they did it to him first, which is not the case, but because they did it to him first, it's okay to do it to everybody Well, I think else. it depends on, is not the case. It depends on your viewpoint, I guess. Like, so because they took a picture together and they were talking in the same room, that means that it was a peaceful transition of power? Well, I don't know. We have to take it at face value. But yeah, so I don't, I mean, I don't know either. But also, Trump hasn't conceded, so he doesn't have to start the transition of power. He is starting to now. It just came out like yesterday or today that he is going to start transitioning towards Biden or whatever, do whatever he needs to do with his team to start transitioning. But he hasn't conceded the election. Hillary, she conceded the election. So the difference there is that Obama called Trump and congratulated him or whatever happened that night because Hillary had conceded. Uh Uh-huh. And my argument and my point that you didn't address at all was, is it okay for him to do it to biden because somebody did it to him what do you mean is he's it star- he's starting the transition now is it well is it okay for him to act the way he's acting because somebody acted towards him that way he hasn't conceded yet though so, so he's not he's not doing anything wrong she just made that statement for no reason well he doesn't not until december 8th does he have to start the transition i don't even think it's then i think it's even later than that but yeah the december 8th is when all the votes have electoral to be. Electoral college has to Well, no, no, submit. no. It's, it's when the electoral college, <clears throat> when the electoral college gets, like, assembled. Mm. <laughs> so, <the> t- yeah. <laughs> Assemble. <laughs> um, yeah, it's when the electoral college assembles. So they're not even voting. I don't think they vote until the 21st. No, and it can't be that. It can't be that late. Dude, look. I'll look it up. It's on electoral. Co- I think it's. I think it's the twelfth. I on, think December twelfth is when. It's on I, NPR. No, what is that? <laughs> National pubic <laughs> rectum. I don't know what is that. Um, I think I got the first word right. Let's see. Um, <laughs> or the last one. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. College. What do you call that? Um, vote. Uh, vote. Yeah. Um. 
No, I want to know when they vote. When they submit. Oh, state certifying. So the states have to certify by the 8th. Or that's when the last, like the safe harbor rule. That's when the last, no one else can, can, uh, you know, present legal arguments against it. So the states have to certify by then. Then the electoral college gets together. But they have to vote by the 21st, and then he is officially, like, <sighs> voted in on the the 4th, and then he is sworn in on the 21st, of the 4th of uh, January, and he's sworn in on the 21st of January, something like that. I have no idea. It's not helping me. It's being absolutely ridiculous. You said it's on NPR? Yeah. Well, it's not telling me. <laughs> so. Okay, well. doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. So I guess. Um, so, so he even tweeted that he's lost the election. I have no idea. Well, he did. Oh, okay. Um, but, he's, but he says he refuses to resign. Oh, here or we go. Concede. Here we go. Okay, so December 8th uh, is the deadline for resolving... Uh, election disputes so yeah. all all legal stuff has to be in yep uh december 14th is the meeting of the electors yep 23rd is the deadline 23rd sorry uh for receipt, not the 21st for receipts of ballots and then january 6th is the 6th, counting not the fourth and then bad. the 20th is the not you were just off by a day or two a each day time. each time man this is crazy it's, I, I must be wrong because yeah. I was just well, off. All of, your, all of your information is false, and so we do not <laughs> trust you, and the right prevails again. Your, your shirt is red. You are wrong. The right has risen again. <laughs> so I guess my kind of my point to this is <clears throat> I feel like we're— Need some water, bro? I got some water for you. I, I have my pop, but it kind of— Yeah. Yeah, I know. ASMR. It's, yeah, it's a little—it's a lot. It's not great. Um, if you will. So you just drinking in front of me, just <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so much better. That's some good water. Um, I guess my point is, it it just seems like it's kind of legitimizing, like this mentality of, well, I I'm in power now. I don't really care about anybody else. I was kind of treated like dirt. So I'm going to treat everybody else like dirt, even though I know I'm not going to win. I but who is he treating like dirt right now? Who is he, who so is he disrespecting right now, right now? The American public. By not working with Biden's transition team, he could be, he could be, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure you don't know, but he could. <laughs> um. Uh, my thought, I distracted out. So my thought is that he has not conceded the election, mm -hmm. so he should not begin the transition of power. But if why? You, why not? What if he wins? What if he wins, and then they're in the middle of transitioning? That makes no sense. What if all these court cases that he's got out there, all somehow, some way, it won't happen? But what if it does? He still, it's it's still legally possible for him to win. So why would he start a transition if he doesn't believe he's going to transition? I guess if I guess that might be <clears throat> water man. I know. That might be an okay mentality if that's how every president before him, which is I think we're on 46, possibly. Every 
every president in modern history, probably from the 50s on, has conceded, and then there's been a process. Mm-hmm. This is the first time, and we're kind of in this like weird, like, well, legally he he can do this, but, I mean, should he? So we're in this like weird, like, he is the the president like he had he's he's elevated to the highest know, the, the highest, highest office highest office he is like a what we should aspire to and look up to <clears throat> and instead he kind of like he's kind of like well i'm going to do whatever i can screw any th- screw reasonable doubt y- you even said it he's probably going to lose he's probably going to lose yeah but screw that but whether it's to fraud or, like, we don't know. I guarantee so, you if, if if there would have been 78 different filings on every presidential election, they would have had found something along the same lines. I know, I know. But to say, like, well, look at all the stuff he's found is like, okay, that's like him <laughs> like arguing that, well, if you don't test for cancer, we won't find cancer. So no one has cancer. If we, you know, if you look for fraud, you're going to find fraud. If you look hard enough or inconsistencies, there's 300 million people in the United States. There was 150,000 people or 150 million people who voted. Yeah. It would be statistically impossible for there not to be some sort of inconception or um, uh, some sort of, you know, inconsistencies. Yeah. And that's basically what they're looking at. They're like, okay, well, this isn't quite exactly what this is, so it's fraud. Well, they're not saying fraud. Uh, they're saying inconsistencies. Yeah. And they're saying that they're saying because of those inconsistencies, those ballots should be thrown out. Well, they're, and that they're would actually, be fraud. They're saying what they're saying is the ballots that were that were not able to be watched, counted, or the ballots that were supposed to be watched over. As they were counted, um, and they weren't, those ballots should be removed because you can't figure out where they came from, whose they were. But there were like sixty, no, it was like six hundred thousand ballots were counted when they weren't letting the Republican watchers watch, I guess. And so that, they're saying that that's not true. You show me something that says six hundred. How am I? I know that's the number. I know six hundred thousand is the number. Well, show me the show me the how because the hell am I supposed to find that? Well, I mean, you just stated the the fact. Anyway, but then also they're saying that um, the Pennsylvania election was unconstitutional because they amended something, um, something 77. So the main argument in the Pennsylvania case is that— That would be in Michigan. The ballot's not counting in Michigan. It was in Michigan. And then Pennsylvania is the— um, unconstitutional voting. Oh, yeah. So the the main argument for the Pennsylvania case is that they were allowing so people who voted in person only 700,000. That's what Trump said. Th- okay. Well, <laughs> wow. Great. Yeah. I'm so glad you used all of your fact finding to I'm find just, a I'm just tweet. The, hey, that was the first thing that came up. And then that's fine. That's what I, that's all I see. Wow, do, thus showing that you just look the at Trump, one the thing. Trump campaign, <laughs> the Trump campaign was not 
denied access to the Philadelphia. Ca- Come on, all you ads popping up everywhere. <laughs> Holy cow! They did. They didn't even allow Republican observers into the building to watch. Um, Trump is in overdrive, tweeting one absurd falsehood after another. Washington Post. The facts. President-elect Joe Biden won Pennsylvania by more than 80,000 votes, a better showing than Trump's 44,000 vote margin in 2016. Trump campaign has filed a lawsuit seeking the, to throw out 680,000 mail ballots in the state split almost evenly between Philadelphia and Pittsburgh. At first, this campaign argued the ballots should be chucked because Trump observers were not allowed to monitor the counting, if true, that would have been a violation of the Pennsylvania's election code. Um, but uh, which says that one authorized representative of each candidate is in an election, and one representative for each political party shall be permitted to remain in the room in which the absentee ballots and mail-in ballots are pre-canvassed and canvassed. Trump campaign had at least one representative inside Philadelphia Convention Center at the city's 350,000 mail ballots were being processed and the allegations that the campaign was denied access were later deleted from the Trump's lawsuits. So they said that and um, I heard I heard this before where they said that they deleted it from their lawsuits and then Giuliani came out and was like, we haven't deleted anything from our lawsuits. What are you talking about? So it's just a sh- it's just a shit so show. It's, it's a the, complete shit show. Yeah, but but you're basing your argument towards me on, I mean, it, you if you can find anything that says that your argument is substantiating, I'd be like, dude, you're right. I should have I looked at it, but I've heard all th- three of those accounts. I heard Trump tweet it. I heard them l- file the lawsuit, and then I heard them rec- pull it back because. They basically like, hey, there was a Trump counter in every instant. And in some instance, there were two Trump supporters, which is a violation the other way. There were too many of Trump counters there. And they they had they they literally they pulled it back out because they were going to get in trouble for the amount of counters they had. But I don't know, man. But that's what I'm saying. Like you're kind of like, hey, Alex. these lawsuits are legitimate, but every single one I've looked into and I've looked into 73 of them are all baseless. When did I say they're legitimate? You, you said he has, he has a legal right to, to argue this, but he has a legal right, but I have a legal right to say you stole my car. Does that mean you stole my car? But I can take you to court for it. I'm going to lose, but Hey, what happened with the Mueller investigation? Uh, it came that he nothing nothing happened. That's right. Nothing was wrong. That's right. So they went through the paces and nothing went, was wrong, right? Mm-hmm. But what have they been saying for the last four years? There's no collusion. Trump is falsely, and he came out. He was right. It was false. So nothing like nothing like wasting taxpayers' money. Let's keep. What's it going. Trump let's, doing right now? Let's keep it going. Why stop now? So I know it, I know what you're saying, but it's tat. but it's been like this forever. It's always like this. Except, not, except not, it's not, not transition Trump, like this. Yeah, that's but. what I'm saying. It's always been like this until it's not, and then Trump is like, "Hey, well, I I refuse to lose, even though I know I'm not. I know all my accusations are baseless. 
I I've I've personally looked into a lot of them and most of them are completely basis and most of them get thrown out. Um, I watched Tim Pool and he said that a uh, um, some of Trump's team uh, of lawyers quit because they were being harassed. Well, and then I saw a later argument where that same tr- team of lawyers put out a a report. Now, maybe they were scared for their lives. I don't know. But they put out a report or a uh, article saying they didn't quit because they were afraid for their lives. They quit because all of Trump's legal arguments were baseless. So they didn't see a reason to continue with that with the Trump campaign. So Tim Poole on his thing said the only reason these guys quit was because they were threatened because this Antifa group, I I don't think it was Antifa, but it was like a group like Antifa, mm-hmm. doxed them, which is like released their information. They were saying somebody, uh, yeah, somebody did, um, somebody submitted their votes or whatever to for Biden or certified for Biden and they were they came out and they were like it's not because of any sort of doxing that we, that has happened or any threats and they've threatened my entire family and it was like Antifa or some somebody had threatened like their whole family saying elect or you better certify for Joe Biden but they wanted to take the time to go through all the information just to tack on that people are getting threatened and doxed yeah no i'm i'm that that wasn't my point my point was that they quit for legitimate reasons, not because of what some random person said on the internet. He was like, Oh, they quit because they were getting doxxed and no one, no one in the media is talking about this. No, they, they quit because there was baseless accusations and they didn't want to deal with that. The fallback of that or, or Occam's razor here. Let's put the most complex. Let's, let's, let's uh, talk about the most complex situation. They they were doxxed, mm-hmm. and then all of them were found, and all of them were threatened. The whole the whole uh, company, uh, uh, the whole okay. lawyers mm-hmm. were all found and threatened, and all of the lawyers decided not to tell anyone that they were found and threatened, and listen to the people who were threatening them, and then quit, and then and then listen to them again. And put out a statement saying we weren't threatened, <laughs> we weren't threatened. Right? Yeah. We're quitting. At gunpoint. Yeah. We were. We're, we're quitting. Put, put my baby down. We're, yeah, right. qu- we're quitting. Don't because, kill my hamster. Yeah. So which one is it? Did they quit because the accusations were baseless, or did they quit because all that other stuff? I mean, it seems like, again, Occam's Do razor. I don't know. But it should be that, the it should be the simpler of the two. Uh, yeah, Occam's Razor states that if there's two outcomes, it's usually, majority of the time, it's the simpler option. You know? Right. If there's a big hole in my yard, could that been because my kids dug it up? Or could it become a small meteor crashed out of the sky? Well, the simpler of those two would be a meteor. Actually, my kids are digging a lot. Are they? That's yeah. weird. What dogs? What shows are they watching? <laughs> Holes. Uh, yeah. So this says um, Act seventy seven passed with majority Republican support and GOP controlled legislation in two thousand nineteen. It was allowed for mail in voting and eliminated straight party ticket ballots. Uh, it passed the House one thirty eight to sixty one with only one GOP no vote. It passed the Senate thirty to twenty with all GOP voting yes. 
in the lawsuit filed this morning in something court, Commonwealth Court, uh, plaintiffs say Act 77 is unconstitutional and implemented illegally. They urge it's an illegal attempt to override limitations on absentee balloting, absentee balloting and needed to go through a constitutional amendment first. So that's the new that's so the GOP grand old AKA, party a, aka the Republicans are launching this investigation and it's not it's not Trump. Actually so Tim Pool had somebody on the Republicans are here, launching an investigation for a piece of legislation they passed. Right. A year ago. Yeah. And now they're like, oh, crap, it came back to bite us in the butt. We Apparently they didn't know that it was, um, that it needed to be amended in the Constitution before they could actually pass it, is what is so, is what the lawsuit is saying. They're saying it's an unconstitutional law because it actually needed to be an amendment before it could be a passed law. Huh. Well, so, then if, if it is unconstitutional, it should be revoked. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I agree with you. It seems asinine that they're... Republicans are fighting a bill that they passed or fighting a, a, a law that they passed. But I mean, also if you find that something you did was wrong, you find out later on in life that you did something wrong and you didn't know it, you would probably want to go back and fix it. Well, it's only wrong because they're they, losing. Yeah, I get it. I, I understand what you're saying, <laughs> but. Um, so, mm. To to kind of kind of go back to the to beginning, um, yes. I just Kaylee McEnany's hot. Okay, <laughs> we get it. Yeah. I t- I said this to my wife the other day. I said I don't give a shit who wins the election. She needs to stay in and do all the pressers. I don't care. She's hot. she's pretty smart too. Um, I don't and quick. Yeah, I She'll don't light you up. Real yeah, fast. I don't. I don't think that. I just. Just like our discussion with Mike Pompeo, I just think that there should be things that are held to a <laughs> smooth transition. <laughs> yeah, there should be there should be people and mm. things that are held to a higher standard. And if the presidency is not something we're going to hold to a higher standard, what are we doing? What are we going to hold to a higher standard? Like basically, Amazon, <laughs> yeah, Jeff Bezos. <sighs> I mean, realistically, those are the. Sorry, did I cross yeah. the wrong way? Yeah. Which is this supposed to be a diagonal? I don't know these things. Yeah, is it? Oh, yeah, Bezos is. Yeah, right. Z. Uh, it's like Zorro. <laughs> um, was that dyslexic? Yeah, that's not dyslexic. I don't know. He's making trying to make a Z on his chest. I'm um, not very good at it. <laughs> damn it! Now I lost what I was talking about. Okay, so. I I guess we can agree to disagree, but. It just comes down to I just feel like people should be held to a higher standard. And in this situation, I'm repeating myself, but in this situation, I don't think the evidence is pretty clear that he was given a proper transition of power. And to, for her to say he wasn't was is pretty baseless. Now, some of the other stuff she said after that was was like pretty, everything that went on during his presidency. I think that bad stuff happens to both sides. Both. I mean, uh, there are people who think that George Bush should be brought up on war so crimes. Because, so because it's happened before, it should happen again, is what you're saying. It shouldn't, it shouldn't matter that he was treated like shit the entire time by literally everyone. No, I was using your argument against you. Oh, do it. 
you you said so all the stuff that happened during his presidency yeah my argument my argument which is your argument was well it always happens who cares yeah but your argument was but just because it happened in the past it should happen again so that was me saying well should he should have been treated like shit the entire time i'm a little lost hang on (laughs) i feel like we're in x-men but we don't know what timeline we're on yeah i need to write this down okay um <laughs> it's like a maze gonna yeah. back up. Okay, so I'll just say this. I think that the presidency should be held to a higher standard. Agreed. And okay, okay, here. To to um uh, to your point, you know, what about all the stuff that happened while he was in president being the president? Mm-hmm. I think that if if there is a situation that warrants Going into it, like the the um, clearly after the fact, the Mueller investigation didn't warrant it because we didn't find anything. But if we had found something, it would have warranted it. Do you understand? Like you can't be like, well, yuck, well, you shouldn't have done it because it didn't find anything. So that argument doesn't make any sense when Trump is doing literally everything he can to find fraud. You're saying, well, there's no evidence of it. So, but, but if there was, like, if so if if we think that there's fraud, we shouldn't look into it because it's a baseless argument. And now that he's doing everything he can to look into fraud and look into all these problems, that it's stupid. So if you're going to connect that to that, then I'll say that then I'll stop my previous statement. OK, you can't string them all together. They're individual discussions. OK, so to stop my previous statement, if we want to talk to this Trump, if any other president had looked into any situation, they could have found some form of fraud, probably the same amount, if not more. Mm-hmm. And it's not fraud. We've both agreed that. Yeah. You, whatever, so don't, whatever, whatever it's called, not fraud, whatever yeah. it's called. So um, ir- irregularities. Well, there's another word, too. Irregularities just sounds like a math equation. Um, what are they calling it now? Not fraud. Yeah, there's no way Google's going <laughs> Google. <laughs> just figure out not fraud. Uh, let's see. Misrepresentation. Is that a good one? I guess. I don't know what they're using, but it's another word. It's not irregularities. I think it starts with an A. Probably. Anyway, so if you ha- if you if any other leaving president or any other, you know, Hillary or anyone else had called and they'd been like, you know, they might have found these things. But even if with all these things and and it's like it's like going after literally everything you possibly can, like an uh, an um, uh, law we put, the Republicans put into place, oh, it's now hurting us, let's go after it. Like if you pull out every stop Every single election, it's going to look like a crap show. There's going to be no legitimacy in the election. Nobody's going to respect us. The world pretty much doesn't. But no one's going to no one's going to look at us and be like, "That's the democracy we want to model ourselves after." Ten years ago, people used to look at us and be like, "That's a good democracy." I wish they wouldn't go into other countries so much, but that's a good democracy. I was going to say, yeah, yeah. we're at war with. Anyone we could pick a fight with. Yeah. Well, anyone who has oil. Um, now we got the oil. So. <laughs> yeah. Independent. So, 
to to for that argument, no, I don't I don't think you should slam and do everything you possibly can at every moment and and, and everything. If there was a legitimate like, hey, you know, there was a uh, there was a legitimate all the every sworn affidavit that I've read was like, I thought I saw somebody look shady and put a ballot in that he shouldn't have and then run away. It's like one ballot, like somebody's like, they're doing something shady. Mm-hmm. Those are all their 250 sworn affidavits. Yeah, I haven't gone through any of them. I've know. gone through 10 of them, and every single one of them are like that. And Every single 10 of them. Yeah. Every single every single 10 that you've looked at. Well, of the zero you've looked at, hey man, I've looked ya. at a couple more. I hear you. I've actually looked at infinitely more. Infinitely. I don't know math. Um, it's one plus infinite. Um, <laughs> That's too many. It seems impossible. So, uh, if if you're if if you're just sore because you lost, and you're just doing whatever you can not to lose, and it's pretty clear at this point that's what's happening. I mean, do you think he's going to win? No. Do you think he's doing anything he can not to lose? Yes. It's pretty clear that's what's happening, right? Yes. The American public knows that's what's happening. I think there's a select few that don't know that's what's happening, but I think the majority, yes, would agree with us. And so at what point, I'm asking you— Or you agree with you. <laughs> I agree with you as well, so us now. I joined the At what the point train. Do, you, do you start being like, all right. Now. What? Now. Now. Just today. Well, I mean, just happened. What is he supposed to just if, three if days he, ago? If he had, if he had, even ten lawsuits. Well, I think that's what he's that, waiting for. I think he's. I think no, he was, but if he had just ten lawsuits, ten lawsuits that had like really compelling evidence, and like we're just like, oh man, well, you know, that's that's a pretty good argument right there. You know, that's yeah. pretty interesting. Not seventy. I don't even know how many there are. There are over fifty of them. Right. Not that many. He literally just. Tossed him out. Yeah. I hope something sticks. Right. And nothing so far has stuck at all. Not even close. That's why he's that's why he's starting the transition. But so today so he is is real well, yeah, it just so happens that we're talking about this today. But yeah, I mean so what he did was threw everything at the wall to see if it would stick. He is now realizing it is not sticking. So he is beginning the transition. Then why doesn't he concede? That's a great question. Maybe because he's still got lawsuits out there, but he's beginning the transition. So he's not beginning the transition. He is. They just started it today. He just gave his team the authority to start the transition. You saw. You looked that up. Oh, good grief! I got to learn how to use Google better. Uh, well, nobody wants to listen to this. Click. <laughs> uh, well. I heard some podcasters at a dead space they'll make jokes. Trump administration appears uh approved start of formal transition to Biden yesterday. Then I guess And that's from the New York Times. Any I guess n- yesterday is better than the December 8th. Well, and that's the thing. I think I, I think I think you are right in what you said. I think that he threw literally everything he could at it to see if there's any way that he could pull off a win. And he is now realizing that it's, I mean, and sure, you can say he's been acting like a child 
And I even I yesterday or whatever day it was, I was like, hey, I mean, it's ridiculous that he's. I mean, he he is acting like a child, and he's disappeared for like two weeks. No one's seen him. Is he like in his room pouting? Yeah, he's jaundiced. (laughs) But yeah, I I mean, I think that that is accurate. That he literally did everything he could to try to win the presidency back. And now he's realizing that he is not going to, and so he's going to start the transition. He can't formally concede, I don't think, until all of his lawsuits are closed. I don't think he can. Oh, he can concede whenever he wants. Oh, well, yeah. he's not. Probably, <laughs> he, he probably won't until all of his lawsuits are done. That would be my guess. And, I mean, I think that's fair. I mean, he's beginning the transition. Do you? This is just like the white supremacy conversation. Like, so, how many, how many ta- or what do you have to do? He's already, well, I guess... Concede. I mean, be an adult. What do you mean? What does he have to do? He, why, he's do you, why do you? Why do you justify his? You know, just okay. Well, be a big baby about it, and do the bare minimum. I said he's. I said he's being a big baby. I no, I know, you. but you're like, what else do you need? Well, he's starting the transition. Uh, but you literally just asked me, what else do you need? Right. And I'm telling you, he needs to concede. He needs to start. No, start acting like the president, and that includes conceding. at the end of year four. <laughs> yeah, there, I mean, you're right. That is a tall order. I mean, that is I a get, tall order. I, so I get what you're there's saying. a there's a great point right there, Brian. There is an absolute great point. I need to realize at the end of the day, me, Alex, in this podcast, will admit I need to realize that this the expectations I have were on previous presidents. They're not this guy. This guy is not a presidential person he's not he a presidential a person at president all. correct he is not a presidential person i right. can no longer hold the president to the high esteem i used to because that man is in office so i guess you're right i i need to realize that every time i'm like hi why why doesn't he just start being the acting like oh yeah he's the man that he was yesterday and the man he was the day before and the man he was four years ago. The man that got voted in. Yeah. And now Biden's the man that got voted in. Yeah. And another thing, McAnally said that tr- Donald Trump got 74 million votes, which is more than any president ever. It's true. Yep. Except Biden when he becomes president. But he's not president. That's that's the, that's the whole um, politicking, politicking stats. And you're okay with that? What do you mean? You're it's okay. A, it's an honest, it's an, that is an honest statement. Okay, so when Biden's in office for three days and the stock market is still really high, you're going to be okay with people saying, "Biden, when Biden was president, the stock market was the highest it ever was." Yeah, yeah, you'll be okay with that. Why wouldn't I be okay with that? It's not a, it's not a lie. I guess I, I, I guess I when we do the podcast after yeah, Biden becomes I, I president, don't, I don't, but I don't. That doesn't bother me. Like that stuff doesn't bother me. I I understand I that it's, li- it's sliding facts. That's what politicians do. They say things in a even like Kurt Tilling around. Some, yeah, but so what she said was he got the most votes out of any president in the history of the United States. Yes. So as as sitting president, he re- he got seventy four million votes. That is the most out of any sitting president has ever received. So she said, president, not president elect, not somebody running for president. He, he received the most votes out of any president that has ever ran. 
And that is a true statement, but that doesn't... And Biden, at 77 million votes, or 78, whatever, it's at 80-something now. Is he re- 80? He received more than anyone who has ever ran for president. 10 million more than Barack Obama, which is unbelievable. That is pretty unbelievable. Yeah. That right there would be like, eh, maybe there's something Yeah, wrong. maybe something's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude came out for... <coughs> four times out of his house talked to eight people at a time and somehow got 10 million more votes than Barack Obama. Those eight people were very influential. Oh, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Paid a lot of people to get those votes. Just kidding. Just kidding. (laughs) I guess I get a little frustrated at the... You're a Democrat, man. Through and through. You know, (laughs) you, you think with your heart. You know, that's my statement. So as long as I make a factual statement, it doesn't matter what I say. It doesn't. It I I can't. I I mean, what does Ben Shapiro say? I don't know. Facts don't care about your feelings. Facts are facts. That is true. So if Trump loses, Trump loses. Okay. So let's let's switch. Let's change a little bit here. There I'm okay was with a, that. I don't even like this conversation. What? Why? Because. Oh. Because well. like, we we already agreed he's acting like a child. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, you sent you sent me a video this evening. Um, oh yeah. And it talked about it was from Ben Shapiro. Yeah. And it talked about um, uh, Governor Cuomo. Governor Cuomo, and he made a statement. Or is it mayor? Governor mayor. Oh, is he the mayor? Oh, he's the mayor of New York City. Yeah, mayor of New York. Yeah, so he has even less power. No, but it's not governor then. Or not not Cuomo then, is it? Who the hell did I send you? I'll look it up. Anyways, keep ben going. Shapiro. Yeah, I know. And they keep, were talking. Going, you know. It was Cuomo. But I, I, think I don't that's right, yeah. I'm not sure if he's the mayor or governor. I think he's the mayor of New York City. Anyway. Uh in the video or in the it was um on the news. Uh Independent news, and yeah, it was, well, I guess it was like what CNN probably, I wherever they, it, it would wherever be, they air maybe local news, yeah, wherever know. they air a a mayor a mayoral a mayor speech, I don't I don't know your <laughs> anyway, guess is as good as mine. Wherever they air those speeches, governor governor of New York. Oh, wow. Okay, I thought he was the mayor of New York City. Oh, anyway, so he's the governor of New York, and he stated in his in his speech, you can look it up. That if a police officer is not enforcing the mask mandate, the COVID, are, the COVID restrictions and mandates, the COVID restrictions and mandates. Sorry, I tried to simplify it a little bit there, but uh, a Republican got on me. Um, <laughs> uh, if they are not restricting or in, enforcing those mandates, they are. Like a, dic- like a dictator. He s- he said like a dictator, which <laughs> clear. I don't think he knows what that word means. Oh. Um, but uh, I I have an interesting thought for you about okay. that because I I agree I agree with you. I think that was pretty ridiculous, and I think that um, it's insane. And he is so drunk with power that it is unreal, in I, my opinion. I, to I, to. To make rules that are unconstitutional and then expect your police officers to follow them and enforce them. Okay, 
let's say, uh, yeah, it, it, is speed limits in the Constitution? Um, I'm not sure. Are cars? Yeah, so there's nothing in the Constitution about speed limits, and yet cops enforce that, so I'm not sure what you're saying about that. Well, I think that speed limits were all agreed on. N- well, it was agreed on by a government, and it wasn't put in the Constitution. You just said, though, laws that weren't in the Constitution, there have to inform. I don't know if any well, laws may- are in the Constitution. Well, I think that it's... Okay, here we go. Well, you're the let one me, who wants to be back up. Let me back precise. Up. If 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 you want to be as precise, I'm just my 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 thought experiment for you was about the speed limit, but now I'm now I don't know <laughs> if I can go into it because it's not in the Constitution. Okay. Constitutional rights are limits upon the power of government to affect you in one way or another. Laws or statutes may put restrictions on businesses, protect the public, or extend rights. Laws are written for many different purposes. Some laws protect <coughs> against crimes. So so your constitutional right, so the law, the speed limit law, was put in place to protect, protect the public, I guess? Yep. Okay. So why would COVID mandates be any different? Uh, I think there's because there's a lot of skeptics out there about whether or not it's real. I'm I'm asking you, do you don't think it's real? What? COVID. I think COVID's real. So I'm I, asking, I think that I think the scary the scariness of it is way overplayed. I'm asking you though, if if Governor Reynolds made cops or put a law in place about wearing masks and i was a cop okay so here's my thought experiment i guess we'll 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 regress from that okay when a cop pulls you over for speeding does the cop have to give you a ticket no exactly why that's a great question i don't know because they can write warnings it's it's up to the police officer's discretion like of the actual event to determine whether or not a, a ticket is warranted so you were you were leaving the you were making the decision a it's not a pass fail it is shades of gray sit dick situation dictates is that what you mean? Is that what you're talking about, sit dick? <laughs> all the sit dicks. Yeah, all, as many sit <clears throat> as possible. So to come up with an informed decision. So that's that's exactly right. So we leave the power of whether or not somebody gets it, which is frustrating in some aspects. It's because, like dread. <laughs> yeah. Judge, jury, and executioner. Yeah, it's it's frustrating in some aspects because. You know, it's not like you don't know when you're going to get a ticket or when you're not going to ticket. If it was black and white, you wouldn't really have to worry about it because if you broke the law, bam, you get a ticket. No, no ifs, ands, or buts. But in this situation, you know, like the classic nine, you're fine, 10, you're mine rule, you know, like all that stuff is always kind of up in the air. So, Mm -hmm. so 
I agree with you. Or so, do you think it should be more black and white, or just as good as it is, or more situational? So black and white would be if you go fifty six, you get a speeding ticket. How it is now is how it is now. How it is now, (laughs) and more situational would be, you know, hey man, cop could pull you over after going one ten. And uh, if you're like, dude, did you see those babes back there? Like, I had to impress them. I was showing up. And and the cop's like, I understand. He's Get like, on out of here, crazy kid. He's like, you're only going 110. I'm not that impressed. Yeah, like, I totally caught you. Yeah. Right. Um, I was going 130 so to catch up. which one do you think it should be? I like the way that it is now. Um, I think that because there is a gray area, it sparks... Um, a lot more room for controversy. And I think that that's where we get more of the, um, uh, I feel like the race inequality conversations start kicking up. Like how come you let the white guy go, but you arrest the black, you tase the black guy, but you let the white guy go. Now, given a lot of these situations where those arguments come up, the cops are in significantly different situations scenarios yeah different places different i mean life experiences yeah and i i don't think i think a lot of the times that it's not race related i think it's the The experience danger of the situation or the possible danger of the situation um but that could just be ignorance talking so i like how you dovetailed into the the race thing and you're right it is it does kind of leave a minefield for a situation if you if you leave it up to a cop you know if it's black and white if you go 56 yeah in the ticket no bitching no eat it yep (laughs) but that's not how our society was built and and i don't think it should be that way i agree and i think what como was trying to say was he was trying to take the human element out of it Mm -hmm. he was trying to i mean Mass mandates are, are are difficult in and of themselves because you're right. We do have skeptics. Great point, but it, even if it is a law, a cop, I, I personally, I don't think a cop can get in trouble for not writing a speeding ticket. So why should he get in trouble for, for not writing a mass for ticket not, for not writing a mass ticket? Yeah, like I I am personally for mass. Mm-hmm. I think they're they're a good thing, but um. I also am, am, am for, like, how we've built the society. And, like, yeah. ha- I, I just think that it's it's kind of ridiculous. And I, I'm a little – I don't really agree with the whole drunk on power thing, but I definitely think there's something wrong with him. He's got he's got to be, man. It's, just, like, all the stuff that comes out about him and just, like, him trying to go toe-to-toe with Trump and, like, I'm the king of New York, not you, like – I don't think yeah. he actually said that, but like that's the way he comes across. He like talks shit to Trump, and like and so you should say President Trump, regardless yeah. of no, yeah, I know. So I know. regardless, but like all of these governors and mayors and like the level of disrespect that, and I don't maybe Trump caused this, like maybe he's the root of it because of how like he handles himself. Well, just the way that he talks to everybody or talks to like he's just so blunt. I don't know if blunt's the right where he's just so like really maybe it is blunt. He just Visceral? says well he just says exactly what he thinks. 
You know what I mean? And it, I, I think he just takes all the, 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 um, he's not, he's not presidential. Nah. So, so the way that he talks, it doesn't come off presidential. So more people hear that and now they're like, oh, well, I got to compete with him, you know, and maybe it, it could be a lot of different things. And this is just spitballing, but maybe it's like Governor Cuomo wants to like, be the way that Trump is so that way he can get more people to like vote for him or to get him into another seat of power. Like just to like, look at me, I flexed up against Trump. You know, you guys voted him out. I was here fighting him the whole time. Vote me in. You know what I mean? Like something like that. Maybe he's trying to elevate himself. I don't know. That's just me guessing, but it just, it seems strange the way that he's approached this whole thing. It's like a version of, of, um, virtue signaling. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, it could be. Yeah, because he's like, he's like, you know, I'm so against Trump, I'm going to scream at him every chance I get. Right. I'm so against Trump, you, you're going to love how against Trump I am. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm going to— if, if you've ever seen anybody against Trump, you're going to be like, whoa, he's almost like Governor yeah, Cuomo. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to hit you so hard, you, you wish I hadn't hit you yeah, so you hard. you wish I didn't hit you so hard. Um, so, yeah, I, I saw that video, and— um, I wish I would have. I wish I would have searched out the whole clip. It was a. It was a snippet on a Ben Shapiro show, um, and uh, I think Ben Shapiro focused too much on the fact that he said dictator and not enough on the fact that everything else he said was wrong. Yeah, you know, like I. I, I wish that sometime people would, people focus on Trump when he says something dumb, and it's just like, well, let's not focus on that. Let's focus on you know something legitimate. You know, oh, he misspelled something on his tweet. He's an idiot. Yeah. It's just like, really? Well, it's like the gaff things with Biden. The the gaff things? Yeah, when he says crazy oh, shit or yeah. some sentences come out that don't make any sense. Yeah, so. And people are like, way to go. We trust you. <laughs> and you're like, they know what they meant. <laughs> they know what he meant. Yeah. He's running for the Senate. Didn't, isn't that true? <laughs> but he, like, says words that, like, yeah. are not words. Like, Well, so I heard somebody say. Words. Like, a, um, like multiples. <laughs> it's called uh, sunset syndrome. Oh yeah, with uh, Alzheimer's. Or yeah, I guess early onset Alzheimer's is like when you or not. It's when you start getting Alzheimer's, not early onset Alzheimer's. Sorry, when you start getting it, you you can some people exhibit like where they're completely lucid and normal during the day, but as soon as the sun goes down, they like Antifa comes out. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny, <laughs> not Jenny. Uh, what's his wife's name? Ju I think I think. Oh, mm. Biden's wife is Jenny or Jennifer. No, it's Jill. Jill. Jill yeah. Yep. Yep. Sorry, <laughs> Jill. <laughs> Jill, say <same> mate. <laughs> it's wet down here. <laughs> I think we got a leak in the basement. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so I, 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 I completely agree with the, uh, the frustration and irritation with Como, Cuomo and that statement. And I, what was the other thing? Oh, the other thing he was talking about was, um, him saying he's going to go to Thanksgiving with his 89 year old mom. Oh who, who yeah. Cares? Who gives a shit? Well, and he put, he's deliberately put laws or Orders mandates and mandates in place. I don't know what the difference between a mandate and a law is, but he put <laughs> he put fine. I'll look it up. He put uh, he put mandates in place that limit the travel. 
And is it travel or it's, the? It's travel and who can be in the house. Multi generational. Yeah, families. It's, it has to deal with multi generational families, and then, and then on Ben Shapiro, he has a clip saying that Cuomo was. He was. He had a clip saying that Cuomo, or he had a clip of Cuomo saying that he was going to have Thanksgiving with his eighty-nine-year-old grandmother and his two daughters, which would multi-generational. Yeah, deliberately violate his mandates. So, so a law and a mandate have the same power to be enforced. The only difference is how it came to be. A law is passed by the Senate and the House of Representatives and signed by the governor. A mandate is made by the governor with the power given to them by the legislature in a state of emergency. So he's basically declared he's, a state of emergency. And he's making his own laws. And, and the, mandating it. Yeah, so the police in New York City are saying that the laws that he is making are unconstitutional. It goes now, against your constitutional right. Now, his laws might be unconstitutional, but if he followed the correct procedure, if it is a state of emergency, he has the power to break to, the Constitution. Why would you say he breaks the Constitution? Well, if he if he puts a law in place that breaks your constitutional rights, what law did he put in place that broke the con? What constitutional rights? Mass mandate. Why? Okay, so it, that's just like a law about. S- Seatbelts. I don't know. I don't know. There might well, be something different. Why, why is seatbelt law okay, but mask mandate law is completely ridiculous? How could that? How could one break your constitutional rights, but the other one can't? Wait, one. <laughs> Newsweek. Let's see if I'm right or you're right. Uh oh. <laughs> Slow internet out in the boondocks. <laughs> Um, mass mandates have rivaled or riled someone, some who consider the requirement to be an example of government overreach. They held anti-mask rallies. That sounds dumb. Um, <laughs> spoken out on social media and filed lawsuits arguing that the measure violates the, their constitutional protected rights, such as the First Amendment, the right to liberty, and the right to privacy. A mask mandate, in air quotes, would be a direct infringement upon our First Amendment right, says Sherry M- Murray. Freedom of speech? And the right to privacy. For, wait, what? Freedom I, of liberty, privacy, wait, and speech. That's in the First, First Amendment? Amendment? So how does it violate that? Uh, in accordance with the Tenth Amendment, the fa- it says the facts. Uh, in accordance with the Tenth Amendment, power that isn't given to the federal government in the Constitution falls on the state, including responding to health, public health crisis. So as far as states having the power to implement a man- mask mandate, it likely would be upheld in court because the police power regulated to states have traditionally imp- implied its ability to promote the health and welfare of the general public. So it's saying most likely it would not be a violation. I guess you, st- I, I mean, I, I'm, I know you're not personally saying it, but it hasn't said why that's a violation. Like, if I just say that, you know, me, you know. That's actually what I looked up. Yeah, I know. I just, if I just say, you know, 
uh, me not having green grass is violation of my of my rights. It's just like, well, wh- wait, why? <laughs> because it's my freedom of speech. Wait, but that has nothing to do with your grass. Yes, it does. Because when I talk, I look at my grass and... <laughs> mm, sure. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I guess maybe maybe I love it's your some... little things that you go on every episode. It's like Sorry. last time was ferrets. Now it's m- mowing your grass and masklessness. <laughs> well, in your yard. Maybe it's the freedom of speech thing. It's like physically interrupting their speech. Like this mask is is definitely bothering me. I cannot. I I I just can't. I can't. Sorry. From zero to even. I can't. <laughs> so I. Uh, false. Mask mandates are not unconstitutional as we've seen them implemented so far. The Constitution gives states the ability to protect the welfare, safety, and health of the public, and in the fa- in the face of a global pandemic, courts have found that mask mandates are a justified measure, since the mandates also don't prohibit a person from gathering or sharing their opinions, except in the person's... If the person refuses to wear the mask, it's not a free speech issue. Um, oh, okay. So that's what it's trying to say. It's trying to say that it's not the mask mandate that is violating their free speech. It is the like uh, not traveling, and um, you know, not that's like saying that you can't uh, gather and talk. That's in the First Amendment. That's that's true. Okay, so I see saying, that. It's saying Ann Jacobson provides a long stayed standing precedent that the right to liberty is not without restriction. Whatever. Yeah. You got it, buddy. Cool. Good talk. <laughs> um so I guess I, I don't really understand why if a governor mandates mass, I guess I don't really understand how that violates the constitution. Well that's what they're saying, it doesn't. Yeah, but I guess I don't even understand how somebody could argue it. it because you have life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That's not in the Constitution. That's yeah. in the preamble. Yeah, but so liberty, though. is I don't think liberty is in the Constitution. Oh. okay. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. Read the First Amendment. I, I mean, I'm not going to read the First Amendment. It's not that here. long. It's, it's... The 27th is ridiculous, but besides that. And the 26th. Okay. The you don't even know. First this. Amendment. Let me just <laughs> let's pull that up right here. Um, Cliff Notes version. <laughs> show me. Oh, my God. Is it really long? <sighs> All right. All right. It's. You just. You do it. <laughs> what did you just. It's getting a long, a little long in the tooth. How long? How long have we gone here yet? It's very short episode. <laughs> Hour and seven minutes. Oh yeah, that's that's not that bad. Um, I'm having a hell of a time just <laughs> <laughs> trying to figure out my way should through we, the Constitution. Should, here. <laughs> should we have like? Oh, an here we go. First Amendment. Amendments. Amendment page number up. one. Uh, Congress shall make no law respecting. An establishment of religion or oh. prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of 
the press or the right of assembly people peacefully peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievance. Mic drop. There you go. Wow, (laughs) look at that. So that, yeah, so there's nothing in there about liberty and there's nothing in there about... Yeah, but... I could could see the argument of... Freedom of speech, maybe? No, 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 no traveling. So you can't uh, peacefully assemble. Like, I could see somebody arguing that. Sure. But besides... Besides, I mean, like, freedom of speech, yeah, maybe, like like I said, literally the mask is getting in the way of me speaking. Mm-hmm. I'm just not not sure how that... Where do you fall in the Second Amendment? The right to bear arms? Yeah. Uh, 100%. What, what kind of arms can you bear? Any arms. Elaborate. <laughs> um, I think that... There should be a little stricter of, um, how do I say this? Have you bought guns? Yes. How easy was it? Pretty easy. How long did it take you to get your gun? Your first gun? When you went in and had to do a background check, and how long did it take you to actually get your first gun? I already had the background check done because I got my concealed carry. So once you get your concealed carry, that... How long did that take? Uh, because you can't get your concealed carry, then go in and buy a gun the same day. No, no. That took like three weeks, four yeah. weeks. I had to I had to take a class. I had to... I So uh, for your first question, I think that there should be a requirement for a gun owner um, like a driver's license. You, you, okay. have to, you have to get a driver's license to drive a car... So you should have to go to like the range. Yeah, I mean, there should be multi s- different kinds of guns. There should and- be some sort of, and I know that that would like get bogged down. But you know, private industry could take that over. You know, I think that the what D- he does with hunting, like DNR. Yeah, that's yeah. no DNR is government funded. Yes, Department of Natural Resources. Yeah, so that's not private industry. Sorry. Next question. <laughs> Sorry. So, no, what I was saying was, so I think there should be just a little more, you know, like, barrier of entry, I guess. I don't think that anybody at any time should just be able to go buy a gun for any reason at all. There should be some barrier of entry. But I think that once you pass that barrier of entry, if you want to, you know, collect guns, skeet shoot, sport hunt, you know, do whatever it once you pass that barrier of entry you you should be able to i i think there should be stricter rules in place like if you're a felon you might have to go through more steps um but i also think that if you're a felon and you did your time and you commuted your sentence and everything was done you should also be able to eventually get to vote again like you did and buy guns i think that there should be a process in place yes i think that do you think so let's I, I love the Second Amendment talk, but this we just went into a weird spot that I'd really like to get into. Sorry. Um, do you think that um, if you are a felon and you did your time, served your penance or whatever you want to call it, um, do you think that that should basically be removed from your record? Or do you think that that should be 
because like if you go in for a job, should it matter that you are a felon if you served your time and you already did what you're supposed to do? I do not think it should for a job. I think that if you served your time, you paid all fines, you did everything the court required you to do, you did all the community service, every every last stitch of effort, it should stay on your record. So, like, if you get in trouble again, it's there. But a, uh, an employer should not be able to look that up. Pull up your criminal record. Yeah, pull up your it. criminal record. It should be like a sealed file at that point. Like, if you're if you're trying to find a job, you know, and you're living in a halfway house, yeah, that I mean, it should be. But if you've done what society has dictated that you needed to do to rectify the situation, right? Yeah, yeah. You should then be able to reassimilate into society. Love it. Um, it I, this isn't even a. I don't. I don't think that this is a partisan issue. I don't think it's a left or a right issue. Hmm. I'm not sure. I don't know either. Um, but I totally agree with you. I think that if you have done your time, then. Basically, you should. I mean, you. It's like a penance. Yeah, in you, church, you should be. It's supposedly your six hail marys. That's yeah, exactly that's all right. it takes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you yeah. always six. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I. I think you should. I think you should get your right to vote back. I think mm-hmm. that you should be able to buy guns. I think that if you have done what you are in, I think that the rehabilitation program, I think they're kind of at fault for making it so people can't can't come back into society properly yeah i mean if you can't get a job what are you supposed to do and if you if you can't vote i mean why does i mean you if you if you take all these things away from them you're taking society away from them and why would they want to assimilate back into something that isn't them right i mean for anybody from you know the bad parts of la to iowa you know you you literally the whole reason they go to jail and you give them not a life sentence is to get out and then become right. a member of society again. Like right. that, like if you don't want them to become a member of society, you should just shoot them. Put them down. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Shoot them was probably a bit vulgar <laughs> language. Um, Put them down. Yeah. Take yeah. them to the family not the, farm. Not the ferrets. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I totally, I totally agree. I think that that's just so crazy that you can't vote and you can't own guns. If you've served your time, and done everything that has been asked of you. Like, and, and your job is the big, my biggest thing is your job. How, how you, you just can't, you can't, even if you, so like people who are in prison will go to college mm-hmm. in prison. They'll get degrees while they're in prison, but when they get out, their record shows a felony. And nobody hires and them. And they won't get hired. It doesn't matter what kind of education they have. It's just ridiculous in my opinion. <clears throat> But anyways, so um, back to guns. What what kind of guns, though? Like, do you think automatic weapons should be sold? That's a slippery slope. I don't. I don't know. Okay. I've never fired an automatic weapon. They're fun. Yeah. So, especially truck mounted ones. I feel like that just might be another level of entry. Like. Can't do it unless you were in the military. I I don't know. I, I like that. I mean, you can't. I mean, I think that military service is a great thing, and maybe we should make you know give some ben- more benefits to people who've served in the military. Thank you for your service, by the way, Brian. Yeah. So I think so. I'll read the Second Amendment. It says a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. 
So I think the craziest thing about this is people look at the Second Amendment and think hunting. I don't. A lot of people think shotguns are okay. Like if you ask somebody, okay, well, what's a gun that somebody could have? Or what, what guns do you not like? ARs. AK-47s. You know, you can have a pistol. You don't need anything more than a pistol. Or a shotgun if you're hunting. Those are the only two that you need. The Second Amendment is not built around hunting or protecting your your bedroom. It's It's literally in place for you to be able to fight the government. It's, yeah, a tyrannical it's government. Put, yeah, it's yeah. put in place just in case the government gets so powerful and so overreaching that you can fight against it. There are some some like constitutional scholars who have argued what exactly that terminology means, but I think you're pretty close. I think it's it's mostly for the fact that we had a dictator of you know England. England yeah and we didn't have anything in place to like rise up and so basically we're like all right listen just in case we're gonna get on a boat yeah and we're gonna travel for a couple months hopefully we hit something yeah and well well at when they were writing the constitution they did the first amendment and then they're like all right well just in case we need to put something in there because old George over here <laughs> look at him <laughs> what an asshole uh, he's got wooden teeth um <laughs> But uh, is that why they're so yellow? <laughs> so yeah, I I I don't know. I think that there just should be more. There should be more focusing, more focus on education and training, and less on what guns are okay and what guns aren't okay. Yeah. Um. There should be more laws on what who can't or. You know the steps you need to follow to pr- purchase the arm, firearm, and less laws on that firearm is not okay and that one is okay. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I just said the same thing twice, but you know what? I Sometimes need to you have something. to. I got. I got. I had to. Sometimes had you to. have to. It's worth it. It's worth it. So, um, can we get rid of the Third Amendment? What's which one's that one? It's one that says soldiers can't come live in your house. Okay. <laughs> There was a there was a very good reason for that at one time. Yeah, back in the day. Yeah, back in the day during the British, you know, they would just come and stay at your house. But yeah, and they didn't want that. That's just so funny. It's so funny that it's, um, it's still. Dude, in there. read the twenty seventh. It's about how much we pay Congress. I can't. I don't know how to read uh, Roman numerals. There's, it's so okay. It's so, so there's 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 2, 3, 4. V and two and two Six, X's seven. No law varying the compensation for the services of the senators. Senators there. And uh representatives shall take effect until an election of representatives shall have intervened. No law varying the compensation. Oh, so no Let's changing the compensation for senators. Listen, basically, somebody like representatives. All right, these guys are making the laws. I'm one of them, and I just realized that I can just change it to pay myself whatever I want. Maybe we should put some in place. (laughs) Well, so that was what I was thinking too, is we should start paying people less. 
like we should start paying governors and senators and House of Representatives. Like all these people should start making less money. I I, I completely agree. It, but I think you were talking. Weren't you talking about um, age limits, not term limits? I did talk about age limits, but I also I think age limits yes, and term limits yes. I think that I think term limits might be okay because they cap at an age limit. Well, so if you set it at sixty, yeah, maybe maybe not, maybe just forget my age l- limit comment. But yeah, just if your president has term limit, he can only be president for eight years. That's it, Pew, done. You can't do it again. You can't. Right. Wait until a new guy comes in and then come back in. Eight years, done. Mm-hmm. Nowhere else. Right. Why? Why don't we have senators? I, I'll, I'll even give them the benefit of the doubt. Let's give senators 12 years. You know, you got 12 years. I don't know. I don't even know what the hell they do there. <laughs> to be honest with you, like, I, I need to do some more investigating because I feel like it's just a whole bunch of shit. Like, at least, <laughs> well, at least Trump's presidency, all we've seen is... Impeachment, 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 impeachment. Block, 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 block. Go through, go through, go through. Yeah, I don't. I just remember seeing Nancy Pelosi carry those the bills. What were they? Bills of impeachment or whatever. Yeah, like she was so. Mm, she was just so <laughs> proud. Yeah, that's why I'm. Th- that's I'm saying about the age limits. Like, if you get over set, like. Retirement age in the United States right now is is if you want to retire full with full Social Security benefits is sixty seven and a half, which makes no sense for our for our age group. I think for for like my parents is sixty five. Yeah. Um. So, why is retirement age sixty five for full benefits, but we have senators that are eighty, and right. so, like, I feel like that that is no longer the will of the people. At, right. At at 80. I don't get me wrong. I Why think don't that, they want to retire. I think well, I think there are some very intelligent 80-year-olds, but my grandpa was crazy mm-hmm. at 80. Like mm-hmm. he only made it to 84 and at 80 I'm I was just like, yeah, I, I don't want to bring girlfriends over anymore cuz grandpa's weird. And well, <laughs> yeah, my, I mean my grandma, I mean, I don't know how old she is, but she doesn't even know who I am. So, I mean, it's you really have a whole spectrum of once you hit a certain age, shit can start going downhill pretty quick. I know, and so. I know. So I just think that I don't want to be ageist. I think it's fine, but I also think that you know the if you plot out the the average age of the United States, probably like forty, forty five. Yeah, and life expectancy is like seventy three. 70 yeah i think it's 72 70, or 73 72 yeah 70 yeah so it's probably like 45 um, but if you're expected to live until 72 73 that's the average yeah we could probably cap it at 60 well, 65 no, what i'm saying is though that the vast majority the average age is 45 so we need to have politicians that are 45 that is the will of the people the people right. are <laughs> right. are 45 you know they, they we should have politicians that are 45 you know, not 80 and not 37, 37.9 this, years old, 37, 37.9 years old. In, oh, my gosh, dude, we are about the average age. Oof, we got a couple years. Come on. Two. So <laughs> two and a half, two and a half years. So what I'm saying is, uh, is like, I mean, and and definitely not. You know, I mean, there's there's a, this guy in. I want to say it was Michigan. He's 21 and he ran for office. 
and he won. And he was just like, I is he the the vet? No, no, hmm. he was like a college student. He's just like, yeah, I'm I just like, I'm just gonna do it. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. He's <laughs> like, I'm just gonna we'll see, what see, happens. see what happens. Yeah. And he won. And uh, I think his first uh, act. Uh, he was mayor or something, and he was like, yeah, I just threw a pizza party, and that's what I thought. And we're just, Jesus, dude, don't do <laughs> that. Would you just win the national championship yeah. for Clemson? Yeah. <laughs> are you uh, are you seven, and you won the spelling bee? Like, Yeah, right. What are you doing here, buddy? Um, so, yeah, I... You know Clemson did that, right? Uh, no, I don't know who Clemson When they beat is. the football team? Clemson? Is that a college? small orange? Clementine? Clementine. Yes. Uh, Clemson, the football team, yeah. beat Alabama in the national championship. And uh, Dabo Sweeney, their head coach, um, threw the city a pizza party in the stadium. And he had to hire, he, they, I think they bought Little Caesars. And they had to hire out like five or six towns, surrounding towns, <laughs> to make enough pizzas and deliver them to the stadium. It was like 20,000 people or something like that. Wow. And so he threw a I think big that, pizza party. I, mean, I think he I think he paid for it. I don't think the school paid for it. I think he paid for it. I mean, tw- 20,000 Little Caesars, was that $21,000? <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> I think it's $20,000. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, flat rate. All dollar, right, man. Dollar pizza. You want to wrap it up? Want to end it? Oh, yeah, I guess. I'm just so ready to jump off a bridge. Right now? So early. <laughs> it's early. Doesn't it feel early? <laughs> All right, yeah, we'll get out of here. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us. Um, next time we're not going to talk about uh, the stuff that we talked about today, unless it's Keely McEnany and how hot she is. Um, <laughs> I think next time we should have you should send me a video. I did. We talked about it. Well, I know, but like I, the main topic of this evening was the video I sent you, which mm. I got it got really convoluted. <sighs> I'm not. I don't even remember what it was about anymore. Something about Trump. You're just know. thinking about McNamee. Yeah. Oh. Sometimes so, it's flat hair. Sometimes it's curly hair. With sometimes, the bounce? Yeah. Sometimes oh. she's got like a lot of, um, I, I don't even know what the makeup's called. My wife won't let me do her makeup. I keep bugging her. She won't let me. But Foundation? No, not the foundation. It's concealer? the other stuff. No, not concealer. Eyeliner? It's like sometimes she looks super Blush, tan. Blush? Powder? Sometimes she looks super tan, but other times she doesn't, and then she's got like hot You probably pink. shouldn't know all these terms. You shouldn't? Yeah. Well. You got a girl and a wife, so. Yeah, that's true. All right. Yeah, we'll get out of here, and we will see you next week. And I think that's about it. Alex is going to go jump off a bridge, and uh, that's uh, that's all for today, folks. See ya. Catch you in the next one. As Alex would say, peace. Peace.